name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. There's definitely a downside to this pandemic, and I know that that's a shocker, um, but I've been thinking a lot about it, and it's not all positive, okay? It is not all positive. Uh, one of the downsides is the kids uh, virtualing, and uh, that is the word, virtual-ing, from home on the school, and so I got up the other morning, and uh, got up, and I went into the kitchen, and I measured out, weighed out, if you will, my beans, freshly roasted from two days before. That's about the sweet spot, by the way measured out the 14 grams, put them into the AeroPress, got my coffee. And I was going to, I had my plan, which is I have a lap desk. I'm getting back in bed, working on the book. I've been editing the book. I got feedback back from the publisher and I've got the thing and I'm working on the changes and kind of doing another run through. And I had a plan. We have a new bed, by the way, after 20 years, we got a new mattress and avocado. Even my beds sound like hippie. Uh, And so I was planning on it. Gosh, so good. Can my cup of coffee, got my laptop, walk back, and in bed, my son is sitting in my on my side, on my backrest, with my laptop uh, lap desk, with his laptop, headphones, doing the virtual school in the exact position that I wanted to be in, like exactly physically and genetically in the exact position that I wanted to be in. Now, you might say to yourself, Sid, you know, you're the father. Get get him out of there. Yeah, I didn't. Just, okay, have a good class. I'm going to go down and sit in my basement and do my work down there. So that's one of the downsides. Okay, just, just, just envisioned it. It was like scary. I've been getting up and doing that more than getting up and running right away. I found that if I just kind of delay, have a cup of coffee, kind of chill, my runs are better and frankly, more enjoyable. And that's what I'm about right now. I'm about enjoyable. Uh, generally have been like my whole life uh, about enjoyable and that's I'm saying if there's a should out there that I like it's you should try to make yourself happy okay there's a should okay I don't like the word should but I'm gonna fit it there on that note I have been doing a, a an exercise that I used to do a long time ago and I'm doing it again I'm just gonna let you I'm just gonna lay it out there I did a blog post but for the small steppers thing but anyways I'll talk about it here uh, I do three pages. If you guys aren't familiar, uh, Julia Cameron, I think of her name, she did a, a book called The Artist's Way a long time ago. And when I was in Los Angeles uh, living down there, I did the whole thing. Like I was like, I'm going to do The Artist's Way. So I read the book and I did all the exercises. It was great. This is when I had way more time on my hands. No kids, music, and acting. I mean, didn't even have a real job. I had more time on my hands. Boy, woo. Even had a bowling ball with my name on it. Still do, by the way. I just had a lot of time. Uh, I just thought I just just took a moment there to remember the bowling. I just at 11 a.m. Heineken on ice with my buddies bowling on a Tuesday. And another time, it's like I'm watching a whole sci-fi movie when I see myself in that position. It's completely fantasy. Anyhow, so part of the thing was three pages, which is the exercise is you sit down and you write for three pages, no matter what. Just three pages. You bang it out. Three pages. You don't lift your pen or pencil. If you're, if you live in the seventies, pen or pen, don't lift it up a quill. If you will, don't lift it up three pages. Boom. Now, some of it's going to be gibberish because you don't lift a pencil. You're like, I don't know. But then all of a sudden something comes in and then just more mundane stuff and then more, but I'm telling you 90% of the time that I'm doing the three pages, 
something comes out that's useful. Some note on my book or a podcast idea or a vlog, I mean, a, a, yeah, a vlog, video idea, a work, resort, just some weird thing that just comes out. And I really dig it. If you're a small stepper, you know, three pages may be too much and you'll burn out after two days and want, you wouldn't do that. You're going to start with, you know, four paragraphs or one paragraph. But ultimately, it's a good exercise, I think. Even if it's not three pages yet, write for two paragraphs. Don't pick your pen up. Just get used to that process of just as long as your pen's moving, you have to be paying attention because if you stop paying attention, your pen stops moving. So that's the kind of idea. Okay, let me pause for a second. Take a little sip. Mm. Mm. Oh, that is so not good. That's green tea. I know. I know. But jasmine green tea. Oh, that's weird. Sid, that was kind of a left turn. I find that the jasmine effectively masks the freshly mowed grass flavor and smell of green tea, which is advantage Sid. Thank you to everybody who uh, Patreons me. um, And uh, thank you for that and, and just supports me in whatever way you do. Thank you very, very much for that. I mentioned last week that I'm doing a new, it's called the small step intensive. It's a 12 week thing privately with me. I got my first client. I'm very excited about it. It's super cool. I have one spot. Literally, I'm not taking more than two clients, one spot open. I had another one, but she had got her work changed. So whatever, but one spot open. If you're, if you want to even explore it, there's a link in the show notes. You can schedule a 15 minute call with me and we can talk about it and you can see if it's a good fit for you. It's no fucking around. Okay. Just saying that small step intensive. We're not fucking around. That's the motto. I'm playing with it. I'm playing with the motto. It's all ages. Uh, Persistence hunting. So here I am reading a lot on breathing. You guys know I've been doing the Wim Hof breathing thing for years. I can say that now. July. I know the date. July 15th, 2017. That's when I started and I've done it literally every day since. And, And cold therapy in tow every day every single day because it's not that much time and and the payoff is big. Uh, But anyway, so I've been doing a lot more reading on um, breathing, a lot more. This is my, I'm reading my third book right now on on reading, on breathing, a book on reading, um, no, on breathing. And then also a book on the vagus nerves. That's like four books that I mean, I'm in deep on this now. Different kinds of breathing and this and, 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 and and different techniques, et cetera, et cetera. But a few different places it's come up of persistence hunting and I'll, talk about that in a second, but more on the breathing thing, just be, just because if you saw my last vlog or two vlogs ago, I can't remember, you'll see me with tape over my mouth. So I've been a, a mouth breather. I've talked about that before in this podcast, I think, and just naturally with allergies and things like that. Asthma, when I was a kid, gave up dairy, my asthma went away, but the habit of now mouth breathing had sort of been inked. And I've just always done that. Wim Hof breathing is mouth breathing, but that's more of a short-term exercise, but it was very natural for me because I just breathe in my freaking mouth all the time book these now four books all about nasal breathing all about nasal breathing and part of it was training yourself to breathe through your nose which i've been doing intensely now for over a month and i have made great strides one is that i run or exercise if i'm doing the rowing machine or the biking or i'm on a treadmill or on a run i'm no nasal breathing through and through like 100 percent, not exhaling through the mouth just nasal in nasal out it's been uh, amazing for me. Uh, uh, the one of the big, and I'll talk about this more as I get deeper into this. But I'm actually thinking about going next level and maybe becoming, adding it to my sort of instructor package of nutrition and running and 
small stepping and breathing, just kind of, I'm seeing it all sort of formulate as a package. I'm doing a little coaching right now on the running side and definitely advising them on a little bit of breathing as I'm learning more and doing the more, more of the experimentation myself. Um, it's a really good, uh, by the way, when you're running, if you can breathe through your nose, you're probably at a pretty good pace. If you can't, you're probably going too, too fast. Dig, it's, it's a good marker, conversational pace, they say, but I think nasal breathing is even better if you can do a relaxed nasal breathing. But one of the mind-blowing things about it was was how we are over-breathing. It always seemed to me, in, just my in, like intuitively, I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're not breathing enough. Like, we need to breathe more. We need to breathe more. And it turns out we're actually breathing too much we're, we're a lot of us are stressed and so we're shallow but too frequent we're taking in too much air and it turns out that a lot of our focus is on oxygen when it really should be on co2 levels keeping them higher in a weird way i know it's weird but anyway it's all kind of cool stuff but more on that in a subsequent episode but i'm just kind of giving you guys a heads up that that's where i've been going i've been taping my mouth shut at night in the beginning like in an hour i'd sort of wake up and go holy crap and take the tape off and then go back to sleep but this week three out of four nights uh nasal breathe the whole way through got my mouth taped shut and i've been breathing through my nose and i wake up and i'm still got that tape on and i'm breathing through my nose it's pretty exciting stuff for me, do I get excited by breathing through my nose? Yes, I do. I have a low bar. You want to know why? Because I'm excited and you guys aren't excited because you need a whole bunch more than I do. All I need is to breathe through my nose. So I'll get, that's what flips my freaking lid. Mm. Sails my boat. See, that was a nasal breath. Okay, so anyway, um, so in these breathing books, I, I was reading about persistence hunting and I've read about this before uh, in multiple places. One place is born to run. And the the the... The reason why I wanted to talk about it here because it's it's I'm tying it into everything I do and talk about in general. Persistence hunting, if you don't know, is is and there's I think there's one tribe left in the world that that still does it, um, and it's the Mormons. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. No, it's, there's one tribe in the world that still persistence hunts, and it basically it's a way that you hunt animals by. You know, because we're not faster than, you know, an antelope, we sort of take off on a, on a jog and the animal sees us and goes darting off. And then we track it with our freaking brains and we kind of keep that nice little, and we track it. And eventually the animal has darted away, but it's stopped to feed or do whatever it does. And we kind of come up on it again. And then it sees us and bolts off again. And then we kind of keep going on and our light, nice light pace. And we kind of keep going on, keep going on and so on and so forth. We get to the animal, the animal darts off. We track it, take it easy, get to the animal, animal darts off. Eventually the animal collapses because it can't keep going because it's darting and, and having to move super fast. And we have kind of just persistently Hence the word persistence, it, persistence hunted it into submission. Then we go and kill it. Is it the nicest thing in the world? No, but better than factory farming. I mean, that, look, is that controversial? No, at least the animal got to run. That's all I'm saying. Do I persistence hunt now? No, because I have a market down the street and I can drive there and then I just get stuff that I don't have to hunt, like apples. So it's not relevant for most people persistence hunting, literally. I'm not saying let's all go out and persistence hunt. I am saying that it is the natural design of our species that we don't have a lot of tools at our disposals phys at our disposal physically. We don't have claws. We don't have uh, sharp teeth. We're not super fast. We're kind of dumb. No, not, I, that was I threw that in. We're kind of gangly, um, but there's also things we have to our advantage: our brains, the ability to track, for instance, those kinds of things, thinking creatively, tools right dig but also our natural design physically is very uh, much attuned with 
something like persistence hunting where we are very good long distance runners we are upright and so we're our our the sun doesn't hit us because we're standing up instead of being horizontal and then we're you know the sun's hitting more of our, our square footage um th that we sweat there's you know that we don't have a lot of hair on our bodies there's lots of things that keep us at a nice easy pace nasal breathing for long long periods of time that's why women and men uh, ultra runners are pretty darn good at like we can do that we can run 50 miles 100 miles 150 miles all the things that you know crazy people are doing we can do it pretty darn well and probably better than any other species out there where i find that interesting is 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 that we are in a way now i'm going to sort of make a metaphor of persistence hunting not make it a euphemism instead of literally persistence hunting but persistence hunting in our lives, like taking the time and the patience, how much that feeds into our our ability or not to live a happy life. Our, our, it's so funny now that I am seeing through that lens that, you know, hacks, this, this, this uh, you know, drive that we have toward hacks and quick fixes and easy solutions, that it's in some fashion counter to our natural design which is it seems to me to use our brain and then physically to take the time that it takes to get to what we want instead of trying to jump ahead doesn't seem to work on any level based on our natural design in fact the na the nasal breathing i'm going to swing back around that too is also just this calm not so much oxygen not flooding not trying to hack anything just kind of this light breathing where you're not you know that kind of thing where you're just kind of slow you almost don't hear the breath it's very calm and very you know very uh, efficient it's the way that actually by breathing less you get more oxygen because your co2 levels are significant enough to trigger the release of oxygen into the muscles we actually become more oxygenated by breathing less it's very weird I've been experimenting with this on my runs where I'll hold on the exhale um, while I'm running just to kind of simulate maybe high altitude running or just something like that to make my body even more efficient. It's been really interesting. Again, I'm in the very beginning of this stuff, but I wanted to talk about it just because that's what I do here, you guys. Um, but persistence hunting, it just kind of came up multiple places. And I was like, persistence hunting, that's so interesting that that's like our, that's our thing. That's like the human, we win. We're, we're like, we're, that's our thing. That's, you guys have the horns, that's your, and the claws and you sprint, you can cheetah the crap out of something, but that's not us. We don't cheat anything. We take our time. We take our time and we just wear all other species down and just piss them off. But in a positive way, when we take our time, it seems to me to be more in line with our natural design and can lead to a happier and more vibrant life. All the time. Tension fear.
the time Seems like it's a speeding up Reasons to stop. 